0: Welcome to episode number six of Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. My name is Randy Ray. I'm the director of broadcast engineering here on campus. And for the next few minutes, I'm going to be speaking to the 11th president of West Texas A&M, Dr. Walter Windler. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine, Randy. How are you you doing? It's good to be here. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Same. There has been a buzz in the air. Uh, over the last few weeks and uh, that, that bus started on February 2nd tell me about what happened that night
1: uh, we had the uh, gala uh, that initiated the uh, WT125 from the Panhandle to the world initiated the uh, in a sense the celebration of that plan and its public, uh, presentation. So we're going to start to distribute that plan widely. It's on our web page. If you go to the web page, the WTAMU web page, and click on WT125, the plan will pop up in one of these uh, book formats, and you can read it even on your cell phone. It's a little small. Uh, you can... Uh, I can't read the cell phone anymore. I'm so old. But anyway, the, it'll be there, and it'll... Um, I think it'll give people a good overview of where we want to go and we had a we had a very very good crowd we had this event a dinner and a lot of Speaking public speakers uh, there talking about uh, West Texas A&M University and their pride in it, and it was a, a very nice evening. Wow. I uh, staff did a great job. We have a wonderful staff here at every level. They did a great job putting all that together. Yeah. And Chancellor Sharp was there. Chancellor Sharp, the chairman of board Charles Schwartz was there. Um, dignitaries from all over town. Some regrettably didn't were overscheduled, couldn't get there. But I wish that uh, it was a good turnout. Was 500 people, so that's wow. a that's a. 500 people for WT is a a good crowd.
0: So, if I were to ask you to sum up WT-125 in a couple of sentences, could you do that? I can.
1: Uh, WT-125 is all about being happy in our own skin, satisfied with who we are, in a sense. We serve the panhandle, we serve this region first, and that's what we're going to do. And we are going to run towards the character of this region and the nature of the people here as the foundation of what this university should look like in 15 years. When we the WT 125, some people may not know, but that's a celebration, uh, a forward-looking celebration of when we reach our 125th anniversary, which is the year 2035. So, with a little arithmetic, you can tell that's a long way out. That's a long way to throw the stone, um, because it's it's hard to predict what things are gonna be like. But the fact of the matter is we take a stab at it and we set a series of benchmarks and uh, goals and we'll be able to even if we don't reach them, in some ways I don't care. It's where we wanna be right now. It shares our Yeah, 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 it shares our hard. You know, that's what I want to do. Share The institution has a heart. It's not my heart. It's your heart. It's all the students' hearts. It's And it's it's, uh, Darcy. It's Jeff. It's everybody. It's their heart. And uh, I want to share that heart with the Texas Panhandle without apology. I don't want to be like Texas A&M or the University of Texas or Texas Tech. I don't want to be those institutions. And I don't think that would well serve the Panhandle. I want to be WT and what WT has been historically. And there is not a single thing in our history that we have to apologize for in any way. This is a very fine institution. We've trained over 70% of the teachers in the top 26 counties. And the top 26 counties produces some, I think, some very fine people. Good insight, good knowledge, strong uh, kind of character, work hard, a lot of grit. Fort Price spoke on um, Saturday night, and he talked about the grit of the people of the Panhandle, and it happens to be a word I use frequently to describe the people here. They're gritty. Grit. Mm -hmm. They're willing to work. They get their hands dirty.
0: You know, the Texas Panhandle, in a way, it's so isolated. They've had to depend on themselves. And then when we built an institution... Uh, WT was built what 1909. Mm-hmm. Remember, uh, 1910. It started in old number
1: ten. I think was the first first. I think it really changed the
0: personality of the panhandle. And, and I think that the personality of the panhandle has always been uh, part of the DNA of WT.
1: I would agree with you. I I really do think that we are identified with the Panhandle very strongly, and I want to continue that, again, without apology or equivocation. I think our identity with the people of the Panhandle is our greatest asset. Um, We're not trying to be like the University of Houston that serves the fourth largest metropolitan area Mm -hmm. in the nation. We're serving uh, the combined metropolitan area, in my mind, of Amarillo and Canyon. That's the SMSA. And then all of these smaller communities, this constellation of communities that make up the panhandle. By God, that's a high calling. And um, this panhandle produces good people that have strong values and work ethic and all that grit, again, and... um, that's who we want to cater to, and I'm—I'll tell you the truth. You asked, obviously. I've already overgone two—two two sentences You said two sentences. <laughs> but uh, the other, uh, another thing that I, I think is really important about the, this whole notion is that uh, we, we we're gonna. We're never going to apologize for that. I don't want WT to try to appeal to people from the major metropolitan areas, say Dallas-Fort Worth, Mm -hmm. to try to adopt those values. There's nothing wrong with Dallas-Fort Worth values. I'm not criticizing that. But ours are different and distinctive. And I want to trumpet those as loudly as we can. And we will appeal to people in some urban and some urban areas around the state and around the nation because we've maintained our our value system that's strong and encourages hard work rewards results we don't give trophies out up here for participation directly exactly we've got to do something
0: my students who come through our program most of them are from the panhandle and when they go out to the world i will always get comments from their employers about how hard working they are
1: and their work ethic that's exactly right. You know, Dwight Eisenhower said of um, Earl Rudder, General Rudder, uh, when they uh, stormed the cliffs at uh, Point du Hoc, uh, after that and the success of that mission under under the most trying circumstances. I mean, D-Day was, the whole thing was just a, a trying day, a trying um, effort. Uh, but he said that... Um, he said, if you give me a group of Aggies, we'll get the job done, or worse to that effect. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, uh, that's the, that same concept applies to the people in the panhandle. You give them a job, it gets done. And that doesn't happen everywhere.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Let's, let's shift gears a little bit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to you about something new and something old. Let's talk about uh, something new. Let's talk about the new building in Amarillo.
1: Oh, the Amarillo Center is. Uh, we we started off our event, uh, and I should have said this earlier, but we started off the event uh, on uh, on February second uh, at the Amarillo Center, the Harrington Academic Hall of the Amarillo Center, and um, it is a it's a sight to behold, especially if you'd seen that building in its uh, in its previous manifestations. It is a it's a. Uh, It's a gorgeous building. And I'm I'm talking like an architect. The inside of that building is its um, finishes and its composition. Everything is um, materials. Who's going to be housed there? Well, the um, speech and um, hearing um, and uh, communication disorders, they're down there. Graduate programs in psychology are down there. Um, there's a number of other programs. Our small business um, administration is down there. So there are a number of programs down there. What I am hope, I'm forward-looking, try to be forward-looking when I can. Um, we're hopeful to bring our nursing program down there because it's closer to... Uh, the healthcare core uh, that resides in Amarillo. And we think we've, we've got the space. We have the first, the basement, the first floor, and the third floor are occupied. Second floor is what we call in the trade uh, shelled out. You know, it's, it's all finished. Yeah. There's plumbing, electricity, and all that, but it's, it's not nothing's in there yet. It's tw- 25,000 square feet. And our intention is to double the size of the uh, nursing program when we move it down there. And we have the capacity to do it. We're turning away a lot of students because we don't have the space here, and we don't have the faculty, but I've committed to hiring the faculty to double the size of that program when we move downtown. So we're very excited about that, and that will fill up the building. The building will be absolutely full. We had 500 people in that building, uh, you know, um, having um, uh, drinks and snacks and stuff before the event, and they all took tours, and it's amazing. There's a group in, um, happens to be, in a sense, headquartered in uh, Amarillo called the Buffalo Council, and they are a group uh, whose primary goal is to do things for wt They're not against anybody or anything, but they want to help WT move forward. And these are a number of local leaders. You'd know the whole list of names. I won't go through them. I think they have a website. You go see it on the website. But, um, Randy, they, they did a, a um, boardroom, an executive boardroom on the third floor of that building. And I'm willing to say, and I've been in all of them, I think, I'm willing to say that is the nicest executive boardroom within the Amarillo city limits. If somebody can show me a better one, I'd like to see it. It is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. And they they sustained that thing, developed and sustained it for us as a gift. To Buffalo Council. Buffalo Council. It's a nonprofit group. It's not associated with us in any way. They're not beholden to us or anything else. They're just people, businessmen and women that want to help WT be as good as it can be. What could be better than that? Yeah, good community. Yeah, yeah. We had something. We we
0: talked about something new. Let's talk about something old. We had something that was really iconic uh, move this week. Let's talk about the White Buffalo out at uh, Kimbrough Stadium.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the white buffalo is something else um, people are very interested in it and it, it, it's going to be it went from being on the hill and it's now going to be at the front door of Buffalo Stadium and it's going to be very special that we, there's a group that is uh, funded uh, landscaping and some uh, embellishments around it it's going to be a very nice place as a matter of fact I can guarantee you it will be the most photographed um, place on campus because people will use that for uh, graduation yep. pictures. There'll be people out there getting wedding shots done. Yeah, I can just feel it. Cool. It's going to be very nice, and it's uh, yeah. it's an important part of uh, it's an important part of WT, but also the Panhandle and the it Kimbrough really and everything. Yeah,
0: I, I have told the story before. I had family in Roswell, New Mexico, and I grew up in Pampas, so we would drive through Canyon going to Roswell. And at the earl- my earliest, well, some of my earliest memories is, is at White Buffalo. <laughs> You know? (laughs) And I, I love the pictures that our university photographer, Rick, took of them. Uh, he he sent it to me. He said, when buffaloes fly and it's up in the air. Yeah. Flying he it,
1: sent so. me the same yeah. thing. Yeah. First of all, uh, he is a world-class photographer. He, he is, is really he is. good. He's got a knack for uh, capturing a shot and framing it and all that sort of stuff. But he is, uh, and he's uh, ever-present at events and things that are important. We'll probably put together a little package of stuff because there's a lot of people that are interested in that, yeah. uh, in the buffalo. It's an important Part of our, our history.
0: Been there since 1967. Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. You know, we have the original uh, Buffalo mascot, uh, Charlie, is in the is in the basement of uh, the Panhandle Plains uh, Historical Museum. And it's a sight to see. It's it, he looks more like a good-sized uh, dog than a buffalo, but it's it's a real buffalo. And for years, they would let kids sit on that and get their pictures taken. Well, they've worn <laughs> all the hair off the hide. <laughs> it's just smooth now. And and also uh, they when they would uh, when they um, uh, use taxidermy those things, um, they would use. Uh, chemicals, some of which had arsenic in it, so we don't want kids on it anymore. But I'd want to. i like to move that to the president's office. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, I could go out and talk to it when nobody else would talk to me. I could <laughs> talk to Charlie.
0: All right, well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to one of the newest team members here at WT. We'll be back in just a minute. West Texas A&M University is... A student body that learns by doing and is always seeking opportunity. Talented and accomplished faculty that teach both in and out of the classroom. Programs that provide timeless information and meet the challenges of today's world. Facilities rich in technology as well as WT history. It's our alumni and donors that make the big difference and set us apart from other universities. With your support, WT will continue to award scholarships to deserving students and strengthen our programs, which means a better campus, more in-depth education, and a lasting cultural and economic impact on our region. Now is the time to strengthen connections support students and open doors for tomorrow's leaders share your experience share your heritage share your pride welcome back to episode number six of reflections from wt the heart and soul of the texas panhandle for the next 10 minutes or so i'm going to be talking to jeff baylor who's the new executive director of admissions here on wt campus Jeff, welcome. Thank you very much. I'm happy
2: to be here. Yeah, what brought you to WT? Uh, what's interesting? Um, I was looking uh, for a new opportunity, and some friends contacted me about uh, this opportunity in the Panhandle of Texas, West Texas. And uh, initially, I, I wasn't too too sure about the opportunity. I grew up in in Western Pennsylvania, spent some time in South Dakota, and after some some uh, you know some. some pursuing on their part i decided to come and take a look and as soon as i stepped onto campus i met some people and i thought this is a great place this is a place i want to explore even further and it's led to me being here today yeah i I think wt affects a lot of people that way you have to come here to just get the feel of the place what was the first thing you noticed about campus when you got here uh, well, I noticed it was in the center. Of, you know, when you come into town, it's right there. As soon as you come off the highway, it's right there. And that's that's not always the case for some schools. Uh, I also noticed that uh, it was laid out nicely. Uh, there was an opportunity to navigate the campus uh, fairly easily uh, from, a, from a new perspective, my perspective, not having been here. Um, and that stood out to me. I saw some very nice facilities. I saw, I saw a, a, really a great opportunity to promote something Uh, that may not be as well known as, as as it should be
0: i totally agree and i was just talking to dr windler wt is doing a better job about bragging on itself and i think we have every right to do that we just haven't done a very good job about that in the past but i think we're getting better at that so when a student
2: is interested in wt what can they do about coming to visit yeah. Great question. Uh, one, one of the things that I would like to see happen here is to really uh, increase our visitors to campus. Uh, you know, I've been doing this for over 30 years. And one thing that's always been true is that when you increase visitors to campus, you increase the profile, you increase your enrollment, you increase donor interest. Uh, and we have a great story to tell. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would encourage uh, students and their families and not just not just uh, students coming to visit for for enrollment purposes, but alumni and friends of the university that haven't been here for a while to to go on our website and click on our visit page. But more importantly, for the for the students in high school, uh, we have the admissions fast track app, which exists in our WT mobile app uh, that is very cool. It's very smart and it's relevant. And I think that's something they should they should be uh, checking out.
0: Yeah, I think the WT mobile app is really really a, a cool thing for any anyone going to school here, thinking about going to school here. It's got a lot of features on it, so I would encourage everyone to download that. Jeff, I found when I when I took my kids around to visiting different campuses when they're thinking about going to college, I found that within 10 minutes they knew if that was the place for them or not. And I've noticed that when students come to visit WT, after 10 minutes their answer is almost always yes this is the place. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. And, and don't you think that families need to go visit uh, campuses? Uh, Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I think that's so yeah. important. Uh, you know, I had the same experience. I'm a first-generation college student, and I've spent my entire career in higher education. Uh, I knew as a junior in high school when I was uh, joining my brother on his college tour, I knew where I wanted to go. Uh, and it was that time I spent on campus uh, and that's something that in my position that's very important to me is making sure that when families come to campus, that we give them a very good look at who we are. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we show them our campus and our facilities. They get to meet uh, the faculty. They get to meet our students. They get to try the food. You know, that's all a part of the experience. And, you know, and I, you know, from my perspective, I want students to come here, live on campus and get the full experience. You know, we want all kinds of students, but those traditional students, we, we you know, we want them here. You know, whether they're transfers or right out direct from high school, we want them to come and have that full university experience because we have a good one.
0: I think so, too. And I, part of it is the culture here. Uh, when I started teaching here, one of the things that I noticed that didn't happen where I taught before is, I spend as much time with the students outside the classroom as I do inside the classroom. And I love that. I have taken them out to eat. We've gone and done uh, work out in the field. And so there's just, uh, like yesterday, for example, uh, Darcy, who works over in Common Marketing, came over and we had a drone workshop with uh, my advanced video students. And I think that's great to get outside the classroom and just spend time with your students. And, And if you're teaching in a field, you should be passionate about
2: that field and you should be sharing that passion. That's right you know since i've been here <clears throat> uh, i try to eat on i try to eat in the dining hall uh, once a week if i can i'm advising a fraternity on campus uh, I try to come in for uh, basketball games and other activities that, that that are taking place right now on campus. That's that's a big part of who I am. Yeah. Uh, I you know I don't I don't just work here. This is what I love to do. This this is a yeah. part of my lifestyle and it has been you know ever since I first stepped foot onto a, a college campus. I, I knew that's where I wanted to be, and I I've been very lucky to have that opportunity. I've been blessed to have the opportunity to be a part of something bigger than what I am.
0: Well, Jeff, we are glad you're here. I'm going to throw you and Dr. Windler uh, the traditional ball what
2: would you be doing right now if you were not working in higher ed hmm. <laughs> uh, well I I think based on my experience um, I probably would be somewhere in sales uh, doing mm-hmm. something uh, because I think my skill set I'm a people person so I could see myself working in uh, in a profession that, that, that deals with people, and I think sales really does deal with people. Uh, but fortunately, in this position, I actually get to change people's lives. I get to yeah. change the trajectory yeah. of families' lives, and, and, and so I, I'm able to use that skill set in a way that really benefits our community. Yeah, so, good.
0: Yeah. Dr.
1: Wendler, what would you be doing? What would I be doing if I wasn't uh, doing what I'm doing right now? Well, <clears throat> you know, I retired, uh, but it only, uh, It only lasted for two months. Uh, And I was playing golf and writing. That's what I was doing. I played golf and I wrote. But uh, I retired on the 31st of December in 2015. And on the 6th of January in 2016, seven days later, my wife said, you might want to start looking for something to do. (laughs) I was driving her. I guess I was just around too much, you know? Uh, But anyway, I'll tell you the truth. The fact of the matter is, and I say this frequently, I can't think of anything I would rather be doing right now than what I am doing, number one. And number two, I have a lot of experience that I think... uh, by God's grace has prepared me to do exactly what I'm doing right now even some of the experiences for me which were not that pleasant they were learning experience and they they molded me to be in my mind anyway time will tell a good fit to be here at WT and I'm thankful for it yeah
0: if I you know what I'd probably be doing time probably <laughs> you think nah, I'm just yeah, kidding. That's it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, can, I can attest to that. But uh, by the way, I, we probably shouldn't say this, but um, I wish you well on the, uh, uh, the uh, race that you're involved in right now for the uh, city uh, city commission.
0: Thank you, Dr. Wendler. I am not really a politician, but I do love living in Canyon, Texas, and want, want to give back. That is going to about wrap up episode number six of Reflections from WT, the Heart and Soul of the Texas Panhandle. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure and join us next time. Until then, go Buffs.